Alright, it does appear to be working. And that's all we're about is appearances of functioning. We troubleshooted that audio problem pretty well, I think. So I think we worked around it. We did. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Active Discourse, a multi-platform technology podcast. I'm Brett, the easily entertained Apple co-host. And I'm Bo, your acoustically frustrated Android co-host. <laughs> I may sound a little different today because I am on a different microphone due to some technical difficulties, but we're going to get through it. And mm-hmm. Act Discourse is never longer than 45 minutes, so we don't have time to talk about my deficiencies in the sound department. <laughs> so, so let's get started. Yeah, let's go. Um, we're going to start off with a small PSA. Um, if you're in the United States, we are heading up on election season. So November 3rd is election day, and uh, Brett and I just wanted to uh, point out, even though you're probably seeing it all over the internet and everything, we just want to point out that uh, uh, voting is very important. So um, if you need to figure out your plan for doing it safely, uh, check out vote.org. Lots of resources out there uh, to help you figure that out. Yes, Margot and I will be going to vote uh, early voting uh, soon. Uh, probably give it a week or two for maybe the lines to die down a little bit. Yep. And if they don't ever die down, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that means a lot of people are voting. But please, yeah, vote. I would like to see that. Voting is very important. So if we see lines at the polls, on one hand, that's a good thing. But uh, if you can vote early, uh, just kind of spread that out, just so we can all do it safely. That would be awesome. Quick and easy, not painful. Next point of follow up. Fortnite Ready? and Apple. Nope. <laughs> What's going on? All right. So it's gotten ugly since last we spoke, and we're in for the long haul on this now. Um, so first and foremost, Apple or Epic hasn't exactly been angels in this situation, but Apple is looking far worse. Um, fortunately, Apple was prevented from shutting down the Unreal Engine's developer account. Uh, I was really nervous that Apple would actually have done that unless a judge told them not to. A judge told them not to. Um, It would have hurt a lot of people. I'm glad they didn't do that. Um, uh, Apple also was planning on shutting off, uh, sign-in with Apple for Fortnite. Again, scaring developers away from adopting Apple technology. That's not good. You want, if you have a platform, you want to encourage people to use your platform yeah, and if you, you have want dis- some reliability <laughs> yes and if you have a disagreement with the technology with the platform owner you don't want to feel like the world is falling down on you again epic is not angels in this situation however apple is really not looking good on this they're looking like a giant heartless corporation i'm not very comfortable with it and i'm hoping that they realize that they are handling this poorly but we will see who do they think they are? Google just shutting <laughs> things down without notice. I don't know. It's it's in the it's in the courts right now. We'll see what happens. I don't really want to talk too much about it because I'm not a lawyer. I don't have any lawyer tendencies in me, so I don't know. But yeah, we're gonna let the pros good. figure that out. Yeah, I'm looking forward to trying to see what all comes of this in the future. I'm hoping something good does, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, next point of follow-up, I think, is uh, Infinity Train, the uh, season three. So uh, we were talking briefly, and it sounds like you haven't actually seen it yet. I haven't. <laughs> I'll try to avoid... I, I, I will avoid spoilers entire, entirely here, but in my opinion, it kind of sucked. So book one and two were very, very lighthearted, 
They were focused on exploring unique worlds and having fun and learning. Book three was mean-spirited, focused on plowing through cars quickly, and the characters just hated each other. And maybe there was a little bit of learning in there. Uh, I think that this last season forgot what in the world it actually was, and it really doesn't look good that another HBO show uh, bungled the launch when it got popular. So, yeah. Um, So I'll try and watch it soon because I'm curious now what I'll think of it. But uh, you mentioned that uh, from what you saw on the Infinity Train subreddit that it seems like it was well-received. It was. That's what blew me away. Like, I went to the... I didn't watch the subreddit while the show was going on, but I did go there after the season finale, and I was really surprised to see basically universal praise for it. That's really interesting. I don't know how I feel about that. Okay, so I've got some research to do on the Infinity Train subject. Yeah, that could be follow-up for next time. We'll get get to that. Uh, I don't think... I haven't even told you about this, but one of my AirPods Pro broke. Like, one of the pair? Or one of your... Like, because you had two pairs, right? So, the Air... I have AirPods and AirPods Pro. Two different devices entirely. So, you had... Okay, so one... One earbud of your Pro pair broke? Yes. That's And it's weird. So, it's a common issue with AirPods Pro right now. I'll explain it here. So um, there's transparency mode and there is noise canceling mode and then there is off mode. All three allow you to listen to music or to speak on a conference call or whatever. Um, While in transparency mode or noise canceling mode, you know what transparency mode means, right? Uh, Is it like pass through audio pass through from your environment? Yeah. Yes. It's really, it's really flipping cool. Um, Whenever I have that on, I started knowing this, noticing this maybe a month or two ago when I'd cough, the left ear would static like crazy. I'd cough and it was really weird and it was uncomfortable. Um, And then slowly but surely that got more and more um, common. And it got to the point now whenever I walked with my left foot, like I put my left foot down and I'd hear a rattle. Like, there's a little piece of sand inside the damn thing, and it would just rattle. It's weird. <laughs> um, but then I, I specifically mentioned the three modes. There's transparency, there's noise cancellation, and then there's off. If I turn it to off, which means that it does no processing, it's just giving me raw audio, it doesn't happen. Like, that little noise doesn't happen. You could, okay. you could, I take it out, and I shake it, and I try to hear it without it being in my ear at all. There's no, there's no rattling. And you still I think the get, rattling. You still get sound, obviously. You're still getting the music playing, but yeah. you're not doing any environmental sound processing. Exactly. So there must be, yeah, it must have been an issue with, uh, with that with part software. of the chip or whatever. Yeah. Right. Weird. Really weird. <laughs> huh. So um, the good news is that uh, Apple does have a year, po- uh, year manufacturer warranty, and that is subject to the year manufacturer warranty. So I... They are shipping me one AirPod, and then I am shipping <laughs> my one AirPod back. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yep. No, Man, I wish they had that kind of warranty for socks. <laughs> okay, so that's that. One more really quick piece of follow-up as well. Last year, I ranted a lot about iOS 13. iOS 14 is great. I've been running the beta since July. It's It's been extremely smooth all, all season long. Um, 
the release is good. You're going to get it. Uh, you should feel completely comfortable getting it. Um, it's 100% the opposite of iOS 13 last year. It's great. I have no more comments. It's awesome. That's good. So they've they've talked right back to a, a good stable base. Yeah. I don't know what in the world happened with iOS 13 last year, but hopefully it doesn't happen again because it was bad. Yeah. So. Great. And last point of follow-up. Which is the one we've all been waiting for. <laughs> yes. We uh, we finally got some news on the PlayStation 5 and uh, the Xbox Series S and X. We got prices, we got launch dates, we got pre-orders. Well, pre-orders have happened for the PS5. They will be opening shortly for the Xbox. I believe it's on the 22nd. Right, yep, that sounds right. So uh, we'll we'll have an episode very soon uh, where we where we go into all the details and our uh, our outlook on those. Yep, yep. Super excited to finally talk in depth about the damn thing. So, and you will <laughs> see that sooner rather than later. Okay, that's it for follow up. Um, so uh, as of recording, this is Saturday, and on Tuesday. Uh, there was an Apple event, and all things considered, it was a relatively small event. Uh, the standard iPad got an update, and then the iPad Air looks a little bit more like the iPad Pro. It looks great. Uh, I don't really have much more to say about iPads, though. It's nothing really too groundbreaking, honestly. Um, we can probably talk more about the iPad Air later at some point, but not today. Um, Apple Fitness got announced. Um, we'll talk more about that in depth when I try it. I will be getting a try of that because of what we're going to talk about today. Um, Apple One is a non-starter entirely for me. And so Apple Watch was the star of the show. Yeah, I guess so. Kind of wins by default. <laughs> wins by default. Right, exactly. They really they they spent a sh- hour, which was good. It was a relatively short one. And they talked about just very very little bit of stuff. So... Uh, Apple Watch was the star. I'm super excited about it. This was the thing that I was, I've was i been super excited about for over a year, and um, this was my year. So here we are. Um, and Bo let me know uh, early in the morning. Spontaneously, like I do. Just the other day that he also has a surprising turn of events that's related. <laughs> so let's talk about wearables today, and uh, let's recap what we have. So what did you previously have before you bought the new thing? What do you have? I had a uh, Samsung Gear S3 Classic, uh, so smartwatch from Samsung. Uh, that what a, year was that released? That one's a few years old because they've okay. gone through several iterations of the Galaxy Watch, and uh, the S3 was the previous uh, series of smartwatches from them. So I'm going to do a quick Google search, or Bing in my case, oh, and... Course, it does not pull it right up for me. November 2016. Okay, there it is. So that one was four years old, and and uh, I got oh it as God. a refurb actually. So uh, I didn't get it at launch, no. So okay. I didn't have okay. it for four years, but the device oh. was four years old. Um, I got it as a refurb, so that'll play into a bit of our discussion today. And then momentarily, I'll just share that I had an Apple Watch Series Four. I bought that on launch uh in october september 2018 and it has served me well uh so what's your favorite feature of the gear s3 so it was my first smartwatch, and i really just like the fact that it's so dynamic so watch faces and and tracking of things 
um, like steps and health, um, along with um, just being able to see my notifications. That was really what I was kind of interested in doing with it. Uh, it was kind of a proof of concept device for me because I hadn't ever had a, a wearable before. So it was, I, I had phones, I had tablets, I had laptops, never had a wearable. So a smartwatch was, was a new kind of device for me. And so I was, I was really just looking for trying it out and, and seeing if it worked for me, if it was worthwhile. Cool. And my favorite feature of the series four, um, over time, the series four really turned into a workout device for me. Um, initially it was, I mean, it, it continues to send me notifications and I absolutely love the notifications. I'd be lost without them. Um, but the on-device workouts and related apps are really killer to me. Um, specifically I use streaks, um, and it's an app that attempts to build habits. Um, so earlier this year I decided I wanted to run four days a week. Um, and so streaks automatically watches for running workouts and logs them in to streaks whenever it notices that I've, I've done a running workout. And so then which case it sends me reminders saying, Hey, you need to run again today in order to continue your four day a week streak. And then lastly, I download podcast, my Apple watch, and running without my phone has been really, really awesome. I don't, I can't imagine what it'd be like running with my phone nowadays because it's just so light and easy to do now with just my uh, watch on the wrist. So it is awesome. If, if I had to, I think back in the day, this was back when I had an iPod Classic and I got an armband strap so that I could use it while I was running. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I wouldn't have to do something like that now is pretty awesome because I just have the watch. So not have, especially with the way phones are, because I'm not going to, like, I still have my iPod Classic, but it's been basically sitting in a drawer for like, I don't know, five years at least. So I wouldn't be taking my phone out and strapping it to my arm because they've, you know, they've gotten so big uh, in the past few years. But uh, the watch has made stuff like that really nice. Yeah. Quick tangent, by the way, can you imagine running with an iPod and just, you know, thinking about the concept of running with an iPod that has a spinning disc? Like, I can't believe we did that. <laughs> right. Those poor hard drives. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what it's taken a beating. And with headphone cords. We, we truly do live in the future now. Yeah. With... Kids these days have no idea. <laughs> I had, you know, yeah, back in the day, you had to put your headphone cable like down your shirt. Right. So then it wouldn't bounce around so much. Um, so would you consider your Gear S3 essential? I would not, actually. Uh, I don't consider it essential because it's, uh, like, I like I like the notifications. They're, they're handy, um, but I could certainly go without it. it. It keeps me productive. It keeps me looking good. Um, mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's fashionable. I can change out the bands and stuff, so it's, it's awesome as an accessory as well. Uh, the stretch reminders, the step tracking, the workouts, those really help to make me aware of my activity levels. And it, it does help me feel better because um, especially the stretch reminders, because if I'm at work and I'm in the zone, getting that uh, every hour or so just helps me to get up for a few minutes, take a walk or or uh, do a short stretch to, to straighten my back out again. Uh, and I, have noticed that definitely helps when I, when I get those, if I've been sitting a while. So is that just a default, uh, reminder or is that something that you set up in a specific app because you want to remember to stretch? 
the stretch reminder actually is a default. Uh, nice. Because, okay, well, that would head into a spoiler, so let's avoid okay. that for now. Okay. <laughs> but I'll, we'll, we'll come back to it. Got it. Got it. Um, I consider my Apple Watch mostly essential. Uh, if push comes to shove, I could live without it. But the few days I go without my Apple Watch notifications on my phone are frequently missed. Um, I can't really feel notifications in my pocket anymore, so... Um, you know, that's kind of nice to have it on my wrist whenever they appear. Um, tracking workouts, obviously would be dramatically harder. Um, it blends into my life. It notifies me when I, when it's needed. And then it's a fashion accessory when it's not. Um, yeah, I don't know. I could live without it. It's not smartphone level essential, but it's, it's really nice to have. So, um, yeah, yeah. I think we agree. Exactly. Yep. Okay. So what did you get? I got the newest iteration the of the galaxy watch three so you went from three to three but it's many years of difference (laughs) right so it's uh i i just looked it up and uh found out when i got the s3 because i couldn't exactly remember but it was october 6 2018 so it was just about two years we got it at the run same time yeah and that was a refurbished um Mm -hmm. so that that was kind of my driving uh, motivation to get the Galaxy Watch Three was that uh, because of that refurb. But uh, the Galaxy Watch Three is uh, an improvement in a few ways. It's got Bluetooth five instead of four point two, mm. so that should help it be more efficient and have better connectivity. It's smaller and lighter, but has more RAM and storage. So as um, a and a little bigger screen, actually like a tenth of an inch. So do you actually have it? I do, yeah. You do? Cool. Nice. I'm wearing it right now. Nice. Um, so it's, it's dramatically thinner then, too? I wouldn't call it dramatic, but it is lighter. Like, I can f- I can feel the difference, but it's not dramatic by any means. So you have, it looks like it also you also have uh, blood oxygen and ECG in there as well. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, they're not my primary interests. Uh, I, and mostly it's because I don't know what it, benefits it gives me. So I think... Yeah. Um, I'll just kind of have to look into more of what measuring my blood oxygen would do for me. It also has, uh, fall notifications with automatic, um, mm-hmm. text messages optional. Um, so right. yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not like, oh, we're just going to send off a text message. You fell. Oh yeah. That's, that feature is really freaking cool. And I think that honestly is a really good segue into, um, what I got. So I got the Apple Watch Series 6, high level, by the way. Um, I've kind of been on the train of I was going to upgrade this year kind of really regardless, mostly just because of the fact that I think that the upgrade cycle between uh, on watches between generations to generation is still going fast enough to the point where I I think I'd be missing too much if I was you know going any longer. Um, that is definitely debatable. but uh, So the Series 6... Uh, the Series 4, going to the Series 6. Um, I just got the O2 sensor as well. Um, and what I uh, really like about about this type of product, the blood oxygen, the ECG, the fall detection, is just that it's kind of ambient and it's there. Um, the fall detection, by the way, um, I've actually triggered that once before. Um, Margo <laughs> and I, uh, or earlier in, uh, I think it was March or April, I don't know, we were drinking wine and we decided to hop over a fence for some reason. We decided to relive our childhood and hop fences. And uh, <laughs> I'm not as young as I used to be. And I I clocked myself. <laughs> I 
I tried to climb the fence. I could not climb the fence. I fell. I hit hard. I was fine. Totally fine. Um, but that was the first time that I really remember triggering that Apple Watch thing, and it was jarring. Like, it uh, was loud, and it was vibrating very hard on my wrist saying, are you okay? If you are not okay, I'm calling 911 in 10, 9, 8. It was really cool, actually. So that just just having that feature available um o2 um i think is it's the big it's the big feature for um series six this year last year the always on display was the feature but the o2 sensor i was more excited about having a new sensor um like the ecg and uh watch series six or watch series four um it's just another metric that i can have in case i start feeling something funny I can document it on my wrist. I can store it in Apple Health. And if I choose to talk to someone about it, I have a little bit more data than absolutely nothing at all. The The health features are really a, 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 the killer feature of this. And I'm glad that Apple really is um, doubling down on the health feature of this instead of a smartphone on your wrist. Yeah, it makes much more sense on a wearable like a watch. Um, one other few highlights just to talk about the Series 6 momentarily. Uh, one big thing that's notable with the series six there's really not that much notable about the series six uh and here's the second most notable thing there is now a blue and red option available um and they're really really cool aluminum blue and red options they're a dark navy blue and a bright red they don't really fit into my quote-unquote fashion sense if i have one i'm looking for something a little bit more traditional or a little bit more stealthy so traditional silver or gold or stealthy black Um, i've always bought the silver aluminum up until very recently and honest to god those two things the o2 sensor uh and the colors and a few other very minor things are really about it for this year so you got pushed over the edge because your Gear S3 was uh, not doing well. How was it doing? Right. So like I said, it was a refurb. So no, I, I have no idea. I don't have a Carfax mm-hmm. for the watch, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the state of it before I got it. Um, but it was a refurb. Uh, it was certified refurb, but uh, refurb nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And so I had it for just under two years. And I've recently started to have some... I think battery related issues. It, it seemed like the battery was not lasting as long, but then on top of that, the, the watch screen would go black and it would not come back on. The buttons would still cause haptic feedback. And if I held the button long enough, the watch would reboot and it seemed like everything was fine. But hmm. I started to run into that more and more often and decided that I just didn't want to deal with that anymore. I probably could have done a replacement of the battery, um, either myself or through a service um but then i lose water resistance and and uh you know after two years of a refurbished device uh which is now you know four years old total basically uh is you know what's the worth there what's the the value of doing that and the galaxy watch 3 just came out so i figured Let's get it. <laughs> yeah. Because when I got this Gear S3, like I said, it was a test. It was a proof of concept to myself. Like, would I would I actually find a smartwatch useful? Or is it just a thing that I wouldn't really use? And that test turned out to be successful because I, I use the notifications all the time. I've been using the step tracking and the workouts and mm-hmm. things like that. So it's it's been very useful. So I figured I like new things. Let's get the new thing. I like shiny, clicky things. 
Yeah. Nice. Which, by the way, speaking of clicky things, the uh, the bezel on it that rotates. Yeah. Uh, which is how you kind of. I mean, aside from touch, you can also use the rotating bezel to move uh, between screens or to scroll and things like that. I really actually like the way it feels. It, I think it's more solid than what my Gear S3s was. Like when it turns into place, it really is solid bump when you hit a tick because it kind of ticks as you go. Yeah, I, I really like that rotating screen and I, I look forward to checking it out. Um, at some point when we see each other at some point, I really look forward to seeing that. So, yeah, I do like it a lot. So yeah, I got pushed over the edge. Um, again, this was just my year. I wanted to upgrade this year kind of all year long last year in August, I made a choice and that I was going to save up a little bit extra for September because I knew that I was going to upgrade. I was excited about upgrading. Um, I've recently been rotating my Apple Watches as well. So my older Apple Watch serves as the sleep tracking Apple Watch and the newer Apple Watch serves as the um, daily Apple Watch. And recently the Apple Watch Series 1 died. And so I sent that back to Apple. They gave me $30. It was great. And that helped me finance the new one. So, ooh, $30. What do you do? I got a little more for mine, but not still not <laughs> right. a lot. And I shouldn't have gotten $30. Like, it still turned on. And the only thing Apple cared about was, does it turn on? Like, yeah, it turns on. Does, is the screen not cracked? Yeah, the screen's not cracked. Great. That doesn't mean it's usable. But it's, <laughs> something broke in that thing, and it's not working. But they gave me $30 regardless. So, what did you get? I got a uh, Galaxy Watch 3 in silver. I believe so you have I, size choices too, right? There are two sizes, yes. There's uh, f- So the one I got was 45 mil. Uh, okay. The smaller one is 40, I think. Okay. Um, so the, the screen difference, I think, is... Uh, mine is... So the 45 millimeter is a 1.4 inch screen. The 40 millimeter... Uh, I'm trying to remember offhand is 1.2 or smaller. Um, hmm. So I, I got the bigger one regardless, which is pretty much the same size as my previous device, the Gear S3. And I got it in silver, right? which is the same as what my S3 Classic was. Which, by the way, the S3 had kind of two variants. There was a Classic and a Frontier. Hmm. Uh, Frontier they, was bigger and super waterproof and yeah, designed for outdoor, It right? wasn't like an active watch, but it was a little bit more kind of leaning that way. Uh, the classic, you know, just based on the name alone, obviously, is more of a classic-looking watch. So the I stuck with the silver, and uh, interestingly, the, the Galaxy Watch 3, it is silver, but the rotating bezel is black. Stylistic thing, I bet. Yeah, and I know you can actually change out the, uh, I don't know if it's official, but you can change that bezel. Um, really? I've seen a lot of people do that. You can? Yeah, Weird. I, like I said, I don't think it's an official Samsung thing. Like, you know, if it was, they would obviously be selling $20 <laughs> bezels yeah, that nice. you could replace. Yeah, you'd, that'd, that'd be a cool accessory. Interesting. Yeah. Huh, weird. All right, I see you also have a few other notes on uh, the watch us or the watch three is it the watch s3 i can't i don't know why i can't get their names the the s is gone for the watch s is gone okay s is gone the The same number between the two is really blowing me away (laughs) the (laughs) samsung has started to use their letters a bit more uh cautiously so i guess that's a good thing (laughs) 
<laughs> the S is gone on the watches. It's just Galaxy Watch 3. Okay. All right. All right. I, I'll try to remember that. I think I'll get it at some point. Give it long enough. <laughs> so what other, what other notes do you have on the Watch S3 before we move yeah, on to so what the hell I got? A couple of minute miscellaneous thing. Uh, there's still no compass, unfortunately, which is a magnetometer, uh, which I believe the new Apple Watch has, right? The Series 6 has that, I think. Yes. Uh, it was also last year. Yep. Right. Uh, which is a bummer because it's, it, and it's not necessary. It, it would just be nice to have uh, because it would allow you to use the the watch by itself for mapping purposes. Whereas as it is now, without the magnetometer, you're relying on GPS alone. And for that to do really anything for you, you have to be moving at the time. Hmm. So if you want to even know what direction you're facing, you got to just start walking. <laughs> uh, the, the compass would be great for... Uh, kind of standalone mapping walking around type of thing without having to pull out my phone yeah i actually remember you talking about that last year when we talked about the uh apple watch series 5 right you were ex- super excited about it and then i was blown away why you were so excited about it so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have it now yay <laughs> yeah there you go yeah um yeah. so the other couple things is uh the battery is smaller by 40 milliamp hours 380 versus 340 uh, on my new watch. So the new watch has a smaller battery capacity. Yep. I don't know what the impact on battery life will be. Um, obviously there's a lot that else that's changed on the device yeah. in terms of, uh, storage and Ram and, and, uh, screen size and resolution. So I don't know what the impact on battery is going to be. And that's not even taking software into sure. account. Right. I mean, that is almost, a, that is a little over 10% different though. <laughs> Yeah, at, at those capacities, three hundred. You know, it's a it's a decent chunk, but uh, I guess we'll see as time goes on. It'll probably be okay. Uh, the other thing is that the Galaxy Watch Three comes with a flat wireless charger, which is kind of like the ones that Apple watches have. So your watch will just lay flat on the table. Hmm. The Gear S Three came with this really compact dock so you would actually set the watch down and it would sit uh so the watch face would face my bed like if it was on my nightstand yeah and i actually really liked that because i had uh i had an app so at night while it was charging i would put it on uh basically always on display but i'd put on a certain app with a a digital clock so it was a little easier to read Hmm. now this new one it'll just lay flat on that charger uh, I think I I tried to set it on the the Gear S3 dock to see if it would be compatible, and I, I just I don't think it sits quite right, so I don't know if the connection works very well. But I'm gonna try that a little more. Uh, otherwise, I'll look into uh, if it ends up being a, a bigger deal. I'll, maybe I'll see if they have uh, another charger style for that. Yeah. I'd also be curious to know whether or not it uses the standard Qi charging or if it has a a proprietary charging. I wondered that too, and I was going to look that up. Apple Watch specifically does not have Qi charging, which is a little bit of a bummer. So uh, I'll share momentarily what I decided to get, and I know at least one friend of mine has been waiting for this moment all episode long, so thank you for your patience, Jeremy. Um, (laughs) So I got... This is the final justification that I had for buying this Apple Watch today. So since the beginning of my Apple Watch purchasing back in 2015, I've always wanted the stainless steel Apple Watch. And 
I was not really in the situation to buy it in 2015, just graduated college, theoretically. I could have just splurged, but I decided not to. And then with the Series 4, I was literally had it in my cart and decided the last minute not to get the stainless steel Apple Watch. Um, and honest to God, ever since I bought the Series 4... It's been the be- it's been an amazing Apple Watch, but ever since then I've been looking to replace it basically in the used market for a stainless steel model. There's been all sorts of people selling stainless steel Apple Watch Series Four for less than the Apple th- Apple price, but I- I've never pulled the trigger. And so, despite this relatively minor upgrade um, year over year anyway, and even considering two years, uh, it's, it's definitely a minor upgrade. I decided to splurge and uh, get the stainless steel model for the first time. Um, I've decided to make make this purchase last August. I've been saving up since last August a little bit extra every month to be able to actually afford the damn thing because it's literally twice as much. Um, that's not great, um, and that's just the way Apple goes when they know that you uh, when they know they have a captive audience, they basically open up your pocketbook. So it is. They what it is. will use it. Yep, <laughs> but. I'm super excited because I decided to get the stainless steel gold Apple Watch with a gold Milanese loop. We got a baller over here. I originally tried to buy the black one. Um, I pre-ordered the black one on Tuesday. Pre-orders opened up on Tuesday. I decided to pre-order it on Tuesday. And for whatever reason, they had my ship date out into October. And I saw on Reddit yesterday... A few folks saying, oh, hey, you know, you can just uh, go out and cancel your order that's going to ship and deliver in October. And you can just, you know, go into a store and pick it up tomorrow if you want. And so I looked this up and, well, no, no, no shit. I can just go into an Apple store tomorrow and pick it right up. <laughs> so I decided to cancel my order. And uh, I decided to change my order a little bit. And I decided to get a gold Apple Watch. Um, I'm nervous it's too flashy, but it's it's actually kind of a muted gold. Um, it it definitely more yellow than it was previously which is pretty cool but in the right light it looks actually silver and in direct sunlight it definitely looks gold so it's very interesting um yeah so uh i feel like an adult now i feel very much like an adult i have a house and i have a gold watch (laughs) and you're a baller I've been an adult for 10 years but apparently i'm an adult now so yeah anyway yeah, it takes the right the right combination of things to to get you past that mark the stainless steel though <laughs> does look really flipping nice um i don't know um it's a lot of money it is really a lot of money so i i have two weeks apple will give you a no questions asked refund over the course of two weeks and if in two weeks i do not feel like it's worth twice the price then i'm gonna return it but i do like it and we'll see. Kind of on the the same note, uh, the Galaxy Watch Three is going to have a uh, titanium model, which is it's basically it's coming only in one size, basically the same as the forty five millimeter model that yep. I have, but it's titanium uh, with a stainless steel strap, uh, so the weight actually goes down even further. But uh, that one's kind of a dark; it's like a gunmetal gray because it's titanium. So how much is that? Twice the price too? It's not twice the price. It's six hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's still more, but it's, yeah, it's not so jealous, hefty. So jealous that, um, there is a titanium Apple watch as well, and it is quite nice and it's well revered by, uh, in the Apple community. But again, they're expensive. <laughs> they're so stupid expensive. They, I'd love them to be a little bit less expensive. Like this thing actually has cellular capability. I don't have the choice to not have cellular capability. 
I'd love to save 50 bucks and not get cellular capability because I'm never going to use it. But Yeah, my I went with just the Bluetooth model, which I should have mentioned earlier. I didn't get the LTE, so I don't have uh, cellular. I don't really see the need for cellular. Yeah, I, I'm fine without it. It'd be cool to use the watch by itself, but I don't really need it. I, it would be... I, I really kind of wish Apple would make like a polished aluminum, honestly. Um, so I'll, uh, I shared some photos in the OneNote and... Um, Honest to God, looking at, the, I don't know if you feel this way, but I shared photos of my Series 4 versus the Series 6 sitting next to each other. And honestly, I feel like the aluminum, the flat matte aluminum, honestly almost looks plasticky next to the um, polished uh, gold Apple Watch. It just. It does a little bit, but I do like the matte finish. Yeah. I've looked at the matte finish every single day for five years now. And I am very pleased with the uh, stainless steel look of this. It looks different. It looks very different than any Apple Watch I've ever owned because it's very different than any Apple Watch I've ever owned. So anyway, that's long story short to say that follow up for October, I will share whether or not I decided to keep the stainless steel or switch back to a different Apple Watch. And I guess we'll see whether or not I get red or blue or black or silver i don't know i guess we'll see so the navy blue might be cool the navy blue looks sick yeah because that that's it's neutral enough that it will go with everything it's not out there like red uh but it's you know it's a little bit more flare than silver or black so the navy might work yeah i'd i'd be very very tempted to check out the blue one but i don't know at this point i'm sticking with the gold um but i've had it for literally uh, four hours now so <laughs> i can't really make that decision at this point so anyway closing out the episode we got picks and i am very excited to start off with mine yes sir what do you got i just watched tenet in theaters and in theaters I'm, yeah oh so theaters very are 2019 open. of you i know and it was awesome being in a theater again we were the only ones there steph and <laughs> i that's so, cool. and I, I think it's, you know, there was like however many screens they have there, eight or 12, and they had basically 10, it was on like six of them. <laughs> so at different times. And so I'm sure people were spread out seeing it at different times. And so it was just the two of us in our showing and Tenet is a movie by Christopher Nolan, who is my favorite director. He's made Inception, Interstellar. Dunkirk, uh, the Batman trilogy, uh, the Dark Knight. Um, so, like, all of his movies have been hits, every single one of them. Like so, the... Inception and Inter- Interstellar <sighs> are easily my favorites. And uh, so, Tenet was his next one. And I was determined to see it in theaters. I, w- I was going. If I had to be safe and, like, mask up and, like, put my bubble suit on, I was doing it. <laughs> um, Fair. And it did not let down. Um, it was it was really good. And Christopher Nolan, what I like about his movies is that he really explores ideas that no other filmmaker seems to. So his plot, the way his plots unfold, are always they always have some kind of mechanic going on that changes everything out from under you. And and uh, so it's they're always just super entertaining and and smart movies and. So I, I really loved it, and I can't wait for it to come out because this is a movie that I feel like I'm just going to keep watching. Nice. And uh, 
Yeah, it's it's a movie like I couldn't spoil it for you if I tried. I just yeah, I just looked it up on IMDb. The um description looks wild, so I'll share a link to the trailer in the show notes. Unless you think the trailer gives away too much. No, I mean I I watched half of the trailer, and I don't even really watch trailers. I watched half of it, and I stopped it there because I was like, I'm watching this. I don't care. Nice and. I'm really glad I did see it in theaters because I missed out on seeing Interstellar in theaters and I still hate myself oh, yeah. for that. That would have been sick to see in theaters. We'll see it again in theaters at some point, I guarantee it. I want uh, it to come back, yeah. I, I would love I've, to see it yeah. in, uh, in IMAX. All right. Um, my pick for the week for this show is uh, maybe something you should consider. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to pick Apple Music, Okay. And there's a reason why I'm going to pick Apple Music, and that's because the iOS 14 update um, to I- Apple Music is excellent. Um, one thing that uh, Apple Music has done that, for whatever reason, some people don't like is they have gotten rid of the white icon. I hate white icons. I- white icons are just annoying. They're low effort. There's nothing to them. I don't like white icons. And they replaced it with a actually classic um, kind of a salmony orange icon. I love it. I'm glad they went back to that. That was the same icon from like I think iOS 8. Anyway, no more white icon. The other thing is they added more color elsewhere as well. Um, in iOS 13 there was a bug early on. Imagine that there was a bug in iOS 13. Um, <laughs> and this bug in iOS 13 early on last last fall was if you triggered uh, the sh- the song lyrics, it wouldn't show the song lyrics. But what it would do is it would take the gradient of like a, a gradient of the album art that is displaying and it would just automatically try to find different colors from the album art and create this really, really beautiful gradient, a uh, uh, procedurally generated gradient. And it would just lay it behind as the now playing screen with the album art on top of it. And it was gorgeous. It was absolutely gorgeous. And the developers must have saw how gorgeous it was and like, well, this bug, we might as well just make this a feature. And so in iOS I love 14, bugs like that. That's awesome. Right? <laughs> so yeah, um, the now playing screen is gorgeous. Um, there's not really much else to iOS 14, but I really want to highlight that. Um, I'm really liking I, uh, Apple Music, uh, and obviously iOS 14 is doing a really good job. But another thing to highlight is that um, some folks on the Apple Music subreddit as well basically mentioned that the Apple Music update for Android was quite good this uh this season as well so uh whether you use an android phone or if you use an iphone apple music is apparently an interesting option so i'll have to check it out i recommend it (laughs) and we'll talk about that at some point in the future that's uh i guess we'll see when's the deadline for you to get off of google play music I don't give myself deadlines or schedules for much. Um, so it's, it, you know, like it is with most of my purchases, it's going to be like yeah. spontaneous, okay. spur of the moment, uh, fire under my ass kind of situation. So when do, so then how about this? When does Google Play Music get shut down? Oh, well, I'm not using Google Play Music anyway. So oh, you I'm, I'm already on YouTube Music. You are? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you've already dove into the fire and... You're dealing with it. Okay. Yep. All right. I transferred and I'm using YouTube music and uh, we we did talk about that in a couple of uh, one or two episodes ago about some of the uh, issues that I've had with it so far. Yep. Actually, I kind of went rapid fire through a bunch of them. 
<laughs> but uh, uh, I'm giving it a fair shot and hoping that they continue with updates. But uh, I will check out Apple Music in the meantime. But for now, thank you for listening. Um, if you have any uh, feedback or questions or topic suggestions, um, feel free to let us know on Twitter at Active Discourse, all one word. And um, until next time, uh, we will have uh, we'll have another bonus episode in September. So look out for that if you haven't already seen. I'm going to post them pretty rapid fire here. And um, in August, October, um, I'll share this again at the end of the next episode. But October, we get to talk about iPhones because that is the next big Apple event of the year, and we will see what happens there. So for now, stay safe and talk to you very soon. See you in the next one. Bye.